Alright, let's get this back up here. What is up, y'all? It is episode four of the Sports Cod Podcast for Your House, Our Rules. We are back. Divisional games are over in the NFL playoffs, and uh, we had some games that were close and some that were just serious statement games by serious teams. Um, Hootay. Yeah, Hootay, baby. It was a bad day to be a Bill on Sunday. It was also a bad day to be a Giant on Saturday, but, you know, we're going to get into it a little bit, so let's let's just start it off with the first game of the weekend. We're going to do a quick little recap of what we had. We had uh, the Jaguars at the Chiefs on Saturday and uh you know kept it close I think the thing that is on everybody's mind right now is Patrick Mahomes whether or not he's going to play next week um or if he's going to be 100% next week so Stolzy what what you what were your takeaways from that game um well first of all I, I have to toot my own horn on this one yeah I sent you guys the video clip <clears throat> I was all over this game I for whatever reason I just had a feeling it was going to be 10 points the entire game with a late cover um <laughs> It was kind of Trevor Lawrence didn't lose that game. You know what like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he played good enough to keep him in the game. He didn't lose the game. Um but dude, Chad Henney, like what a what a performance by him to come in yeah. short notice like that. Ninety eight yard drive to yeah. get in the end zone while Mahomes is in the locker room getting take taken care of like that's huge i posted uh immediately when he came in i was like if my homes doesn't come back in this game the jags win this game and my uncle kevin was like nah man that's a veteran quarterback and we still got andy Reid." so you, you might i was like i might want to delete this he's like nah you're good but you know they kept it close so um I, yeah. I, I, the jags definitely had a good game uh it's just i don't think that they could f- compete with the weaponry that the kansas city chiefs have they're 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 no, too they're... yeah uh, Chiefs are 10 points better. That's just all it boils down to, really. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Jack, you got any comments on that game, man? No, I agree. I mean, the Chiefs are just a better team at this point. The Jags are definitely up and coming. I think Trevor Lawrence is ascending for sure. But he's no Patch Mahomes. We know that. No. As uh, Uncle Kevin said, Chad Henney, what, he's like a, he's like 34 years old. Been in the league a long time. Mm-hmm. Veteran. I guarantee he gets reps with first team. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, it happened the way we thought it would. Right. Right. Do you do you guys think like let let's say Mahomes isn't ready because you know watching the game last week he did not seem one hundred percent. Apparently his stats were like ten for fifteen with like a one ten QBR or whatever after he got injured. But uh, you know, being as uncomfortable as he was in the pocket and stuff like we saw last week, I don't think that he's going to stand much of a chance against the Bengals defense in that game. And do you guys kind of see, like, you know, if he's not better by, say, Friday, Saturday, or whatever, do you start Henny and, and think that, and ride that bus? No, you think Mahomes is still still the better choice? I don't think Dude, so. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Stolzy. You A sink goes down, with, like, a captain goes down with the ship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you put your best foot forward in the last game, the do-or-die game, you got to go out with your best dog. Yeah. Like, you don't, give, you don't give the bench guy the shot to win the game when Steph Curry's on the court. Right type of thing. And, and the way I feel about it is you start him. He's clearly not going to be 100 percent We know that. Right. We have no idea where he's going to be, but he's tough. We know that. Zach Taylor even said today in a press conference, we're going to prepare. The mindset is he's 100 percent That's how we're preparing. Absolutely. Well, that's how you, know, you have to. Yeah. You have to. But say he comes in, he's clearly hobbled, and we do our rush three and drop eight, and he cannot get out of the pocket and we're smoking him. Mm-hmm. Maybe they do pull him at halftime, but you can't start Henny. Not with the Super Bowl on no. the line. You just yeah. can't. Because think about it. If they pull off the win, which I, I don't think any of us think they're going to, no. they got two weeks to rest him. 
that. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's a high ankle sprain, which is one of those things where like it could linger for a little bit, but he might be a hundred percent by this week. So, yeah. so we don't really know. I mean, the, another thing that I want to say about that was uh, the fact that Kelsey had 10 fucking catches in just the first half alone. I, I'm trying to find right now, like look into it and see how many he actually finished with. Like he didn't have a crazy like it's yardage number. He, he did have 12, and then I remember he caught 13, but um, I'm trying to see here real quick to see if I can figure out exactly how many he had. See, what's but, weird about, like, as a outsider watching the Chiefs play, like, I don't know how to stop Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Like, I, I have no idea because, like, he's so good. Him and Pat are so good at being on the same page that if you're going to put him in a zone, Travis is just going to go to where somebody's not. Right. And that's yeah. just all there is to it. Right. But on the uh, – on the, on the other end of it, it's like you who's gonna man to man Travis Kelsey? I don't know. I don't think you know what I mean? Well like, that was that was one of the things that we were saying when we were watching the game. We're like, why he had fourteen receptions, by the way, for ninety eight yards. We're like, 14. why do they not just put someone like double up Kelsey? Fucking Mahomes is hurt. He's not gonna be able to fucking yeah. scramble and run out of the pocket. So why not just double up Kelsey? Because they just kept going to him and he just kept getting yards and yards and yards. So uh, I don't Especially, know. You saw how bad it was to me. I saw how bad it was when he went. It was right after he did the like the ankle thing happened. He stepped back to throw a little screen pass to the right. I think it was to Kadarius Tony. Mm-hmm. And dude, he short hopped it like a shortstop to first base. And I was like, dude, he can't push off that leg. Mm-hmm. Like, and then the very next throw, he does a little hopping throw with his right foot up in the air. And I'm like, oh, dude, he yeah. is hurt, hurt. It, it looked rough. Yeah. Well, you were about ready to say something, Jack. What were you about to say? Yeah, I mean, the thing on Kelsey, it's just, I, I agree. I don't think there's a person who can one-on-one guard him, at least not consistently play-to-play. You can't right, shut him yeah. down like that. But the problem is, when you have such a dynamic threat who can work zones, who can work man-to-man coverage, the first thought as a defensive coordinator, if it were me, which I'm no NFL coach, would right. be to bracket him. I would stick Mike Hilton on him, man-to-man, and I'd put a safety over top to cover top. But then what that opens up you up to is you have one deep safety and the possibility that Cam Teller Britt or Eli Apple are getting burnt on double moves on the outside because the Chiefs just have that speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's you got the Jesse issue. Bates is your safety valve. Exactly. Yeah. And I think the best thing to do, let's let's see how it goes. If Kelsey's mauling us by halftime, switch it up. Mm-hmm. Then we'll see if they can toss the deep ball on us. You know, I mean, because as long as we do what we're supposed to do and score fucking points, yeah. we're gonna win. 100%. Yeah, I and, and I, I mean I mean, like, last year in the, like, actual championship game that we had, I remember, like, we were getting smacked at halftime. And then uh, the big thing that everyone was picking on with the second half was how we were, in order to stop Mahomes, we were having someone just follow him. If we don't have to deal with that with Mahomes next week, then there's really nothing that they could do. So That's what I was saying prior to the, uh, prior to everything was, like, the first three matchups we had with KC, you know, we were really focused on making sure – Hubbard and Hendrickson kept the edges contained. Like, it didn't even matter if they got pressure on him. As long mm-hmm. as they got deep enough to where he couldn't bounce left and right, mm-hmm. and he had to go through the middle where we had Logan Wilson spying. Now right. it's like, okay, now we can set up blitz packages where we can try to flush through the middle and get him outside where now our all, our defensive linemen are just as fast as him. Mm-hmm. We can come catch this dude now. Yeah. So it's... It's it's going to be an interesting matchup how Lou changes up the defense for sure. For sure. My, my biggest worry about this is the difference between defensive linemen between the Bills and the Chiefs. So the Bills have a better D-line overall. They have better edge rushers. But the Chiefs have Chris Jones, who's a top three, maybe top five interior defensive lineman. 
And what's the one thing that fucked Brady up for years? Interior, Interior pressure. pressure up the middle. And that does the same thing to Burrow. If he's got people in his face and he's having to reset feet and roll out, that could cause a problem. So hopefully, is it Karras? Is that that's our center, right? Yeah, Karras, yeah. Hopefully he comes to fucking play. And they yeah. they double team yeah. Chris Jones. He's and hurt. Let him get he's hurt though. You know that, right? Yeah. I know he got he his ACL, for, but he's playing. He played. He played yeah, through it playing. last game. He he said he said we knew I was hurt. Like in the second quarter, I played through. He's like right. it's not going to stop me from playing against Kansas City. Yeah, it ain't going to get any worse. Yeah. If they come out and get fired up like they were this time, there's no reason we can't establish dominance right away in right. both sides of the trenches, offense and defense. Just push this people team around. Doesn't no give, I'm, right. I'll say it right now. This team doesn't give a shit about the AFC championship anymore. No. This game ain't important to yeah. them, dude. Like the, the business-like mentality that we've been seeing out of the organization, especially since last night after it all happened, and it's just like we don't stop here. The AFC championship, that's the standard. This yeah. is where we go every year from here on right. out. Doesn't let's, matter if it's a narrow head or here. Let, let's try to get away from talking about the Bengals in the next matchup because we're trying to do a recap or whatever. I know it's hard, but like we keep g- g- right, going right. back to the next game. So we're gonna we're gonna skip on to that. Um, and we're gonna go to the next game of the uh of the divisional playoffs, which was that night Saturday night. We saw the Giants at the Eagles, and I mean, there's really just not much to say about this game. The Eagles absolutely fried. Outclassed, yeah, just just did it in every way. I mean, what were some of the things that you you saw in that game, Jack? Uh, I mean, you know, I kind of took the bait on the Giants. I think a lot of people did. I Same. thought Danny Dunn played amazing in the wild card round. I thought they were hot. Um, love a lot about what they did, but I mean, this is just plain and simple. One team's a juggernaut, and the other one's trying. They mm-hmm. overachieved this season. I don't think they were ever a real threat to win the Super Bowl, but I mean, you know, it's the NFL. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it just comes down to class, better roster, overall, mm-hmm. more time together. I mean, Jalen Hurts also is, you could argue, just a far superior version of Danny Dimes. You know, um, running game's better, defense is better. Um, so yeah, it's just plain and simple. One roster, no one they're supposed to win and coming out and handling business from start to finish. Yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, what, Stolze, what did you kind of think of uh, Hurts that game? Uh, you know, a lot of talk coming into that that he wasn't 100%. They had that bye week. And, I mean, he played an all right game. I think they mostly scored off – or most of their offense was from running, um, if I look back yeah, at I it. Threw, I think he threw for two, rushed for one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, sco- scoring is one thing. I'm just talking about total yards. I think they got most of it done on the ground. Um, yeah. So, yeah, did, did you see anything from Hurts that might uh, – might, you know, cause some alarm going into the game against the uh, 49ers? No, to be honest, Hurts showed me exactly what I wanted to see, um, moving forward at least. Like, I was worried last week, like I said, I didn't, like, I I took the Eagles to win, but I wasn't going to think that they were going to cover a nine-point spread. I wanted to see how Hurts looked and how he played. Mm -hmm. And, like, how he played last night, like, with the offensive line that the Eagles have and Sirianni scheming, like they might be able to chip Bosa here and there and get Hurts enough time to get the ball. Like I, the Eagles might be in the Super Bowl, bro. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to get to that a little bit later. I mean, it was one of those games where I, I was out with friends and stuff and you know, it, it was all of a sudden the crowd, like for the Jags game, it was good. But for that one, it started getting really crowded. There was like 10, 15 people over and you know, you see it and all of a sudden the game's like fucking 21 to nothing or whatever it was in the second. And it's just like, okay, yeah, I'm not necessarily going to pay attention to this as hard as I can. So, 
Uh, but from what I did see, the, the Eagles absolutely stomped them, and they're going to be a force to contend with uh, against the uh, 49ers. To be honest with you, I'm not so sure. I will, me, me and Jack, for sure, have been talking about the 49ers and how we think that they're probably the, the Super Bowl contender in the NFC, but I think the uh, Eagles put some serious doubt in that statement uh, last night, or Saturday night. So... Yeah, we'll move on from there. We're going to skip over the Bengals game and we'll move on to the Cowboys and 49ers. Um, you know, defensive battle. I think that that's how uh, I kind of thought that it was going to end up being. Um, you were talking about Purdy before and how he didn't show up. Um, we've been texting a little bit. I think everyone's kind of being like, uh, kind of hopping off the 49ers bandwagon and stuff now. But uh, as I said before, Jack, you've been a favorite of the 49ers for a while. So uh, what, what kind of changed your mind a little bit on that one last night? Well, you know, it's it's tough. What it really comes down to for me is Brock Purdy's a rookie. He's a very poised rookie. He's clearly talented. Yes. Um, I disagree with his draft pedigree. You know, they said he looked labored throwing a ball, which is honestly so disrespectful to a college quarterback mm -hmm. who won as many games he did. Regardless, in the Big Twelve, he's a rookie. Huh? What? In the Big in the Big Twelve. In the Big Twelve, right? Like, not, uh, not not the Mac. Like, yeah, <laughs> he was a good player. You know, yeah. but it's just like <clears throat> at some point. He's going to face. I mean, I mean, Dallas honestly did it to Dallas's defense is very fast, arguably the fastest outside of the Niners. Yeah, and they made them look a little impotent on offense, which we don't have the speed that Dallas does on defense, but we're more disciplined. Mm -hmm. I think we play better together. Mm -hmm. um, so my main point that really swayed me is just Brock Purdy versus Jalen Hurts, Brock Purdy versus Chief, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Brock Purdy versus Joe Burrow. Whoever's there against him, I'm not picking. Bur uh, Purdy, even with Kyle Shanahan, mm -hmm. even with that defense. Yeah. So that's where I'm at with it, really. I just don't think they can do it, even though their defense is number one in the league. Um, and they made Dak Prescott, after Dak Prescott had the best game of his career, look like a, a bottom like 10 quarterback in the yeah. league. So, yeah. And know, the Eagles yeah. can flat out – they can just put points up on the board, man. Like, they can do it quick. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. if you don't – if you ain't – if you're not careful, like, A.J. Brown will take off, will take off the top, and it's going for 60. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it, th that's one thing that we're going to have to see next week is, like you just mentioned, the the, ma the matchup between that Eagles offense and the 49ers defense. Because regardless, the 49ers defense is still there. They played well last night. I mean, it's not like, yeah. They, yeah. It's not like they didn't show up. The, I think the biggest concern for the 49ers was their offense. Um, I know that you had texted in the group chat that you were going uh, to trash McCaffrey today, Stolze. Oh, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, bro. First of all, okay, look. <laughs> how many years how many years did we have aaron rod like okay you can put whatever you want on aaron Rodgers. he had some bad games in the playoffs but dude if you can't figure out how to get aaron Rodgers open wide receivers to throw the ball to i don't know how you're a good if anybody can consider you a good coach dead serious like even people have been doubting matt lafleur all all year after he went what was he like 14 and 3 mm -hmm. his first year 13 and 3 mm -hmm. something like that one year, all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, my God, what's up with Matt LaFleur? Is it Aaron Rodgers? Nobody knows. But, dude, season on the line. And the Niners even gave them a timeout to draw this play up longer because when they came out in the original formation, they were like, what is happening? Shanahan's like, okay, timeout. So they come back out, put Zeke Elliott <laughs> at center, <laughs> who's ineligible. Yeah. The only thing he can do is catch laterals. Yeah. And then they throw a dart over the middle, which in every single game is tackled as soon as they get caught. Every game. Yeah. Like, that's the play you draw up? 
Yeah, that's I don't the best you got. I, I, I don't I don't know what that was. Um, it was uh, it, it it was uh, it was something to see. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. Oh my hey, god, I was hey, laughing so hard. You know what? This is just typical fucking cowboys, man. I I saw it a million times today, where it was like that vicious circle thing. It was like it was like. The, it's like beginning of the season. The Cowboys are going to be good this year. Cowboys do a little bit good. Weed and boys. It's like Cowboys make it to the playoffs. And it's like Cowboys lose the playoffs. This team fucking sucks. Repeat. It's fucking the Cowboys over and over. I'm happy they lost. I, I, I fucking, I actually fell asleep at the end of that game. And like, I woke up just in time to watch them lose that game and get a America wins tweet out. So just, I was hoping they'd make the Super Bowl because the Bengals would have beat them by four touchdowns. I, yeah, we would have beat the dog shit out of them. Dude, I mean, they looking at the Cowboys all year, like they've had a really good defense. That's definitely been something. Dak Prescott, you know, Jack, you just mentioned how he looked like a bottom 10 quarterback le- uh, earlier. I think that he's looked like a bottom 10 quarterback damn near all fucking year and pretty much his old fucking career because, like, he's not ever – I wouldn't say bottom 10. That is being a little he's bit extreme. That he's had his moments, he's had his moments you know, he but won, like he he's, won rookie of the year. He's mid. He's he's yeah, well, he's like, a mid ass quarterback, and fucking that's that's part of their issue with with the Cowboys. Yeah. If they had a better quarterback, they might have bit done something this year, but they didn't. And so, right. yeah. it, well, it is quote Colin called, Cowherd. Colin Cowherd yeah. today said he is Kirk Cousins with better branding. I was and about to say that. Money. I, Colin that money. It. Literally, that analysis is so funny. I love Colin. <laughs> yes. Colin's great. Uh, yeah, that's it's the same way I feel. It's and it pulls down. I think Dak's a very likable person. I think when he plays great, he plays phenomenal. But mm-hmm. he's not always that guy. Um, and it's just once again, I always circle back to the same thing: the Cowboys culture is toxic. Yeah, I think Jerry Jones mismanages things. He keeps players way too long past their prime. I mean, think of every Dallas star ever. There's no reason Zeke Elliott should be getting 12 touches in the first quarter. He looks like shit. Yeah. Let it go. You yep. shouldn't assign him to a new contract. Let it go. Admit you made a mistake and move on. Once they lost Pollard in the first quarter, I was like, this game's over. Yeah. Yep. That's well, exactly that's, that's you like you said, that's part of their issue, man. But the thing about the Cowboys that fucking, like, it's one of the reasons why I hate them. It, well, my dad hates them and always has. Well, he used to like them. But they became that, like, cash cow franchise of the NFL. They became the team. And, like, when you see them all the time and, you know, they're more concerned about having these stardoms, having the Zeke Elliotts and the Dak Prescotts rather than putting together a fucking good team, it, it's just it's just a shit show. So uh, they, they need a whole bunch of shit done in Dallas in order to get it. And I'm so fucking tired of hearing about how they haven't made an NFC championship game since the fucking 90s. I don't care. I mean, not to mention, the NFC championship game out. is not a fucking easy thing to make. Like, how many teams have actually been there. They might have the longest run, but how many of these teams do you think had more than like one or two appearances in the championship game for the past 30 years? It can't just be the Cowboys. No, I mean... Patriots, Ravens. I'm talking NFC. I'm talking NFC. But you could could really bring it to either. Yeah. Niners, Cowboys, what? Um, Niners were there last year. Giants. Were talk about you said you said more than one, didn't you? No, I was talking about teams because they haven't made it since the nineties. I was talking oh, about te- teams who yeah. haven't yeah. made it. Giants, and I was Giants oh, have yeah, made that's, it twice. I was yeah. going, Seahawks commit. have made it twice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was yeah, going through Rams that and looking, have made it like three times. The Cardinals yeah, have, have even made it, made exactly. it twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the so. Cardinals have made it once. Uh, yeah, so I get what you're saying now. Yeah, that's rough company. I mean, you're thinking Cowboys, Commanders, Lions. 
We yeah. Bears. No, even the Bears. Even the Bears made the Bears it. Yeah, the, made, Bears the Bears made Super Bowls. And, yeah. yeah, right? I think they – didn't yeah. they beat Peyton I, Manning? They got one. No, they lost to Peyton they Manning. They lost. But Peyton Devin Hester took back the opening kickoff. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's – yeah, yeah it's, 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 it is a rough company. Yeah, it is rough company. But, but it is what it is, man. We're mo- we're moving on from the fucking cowgirls. No, no one cares about them anyway. America wins. <laughs> that's why we were talking shit. America wins. And you know what? Cincinnati won last night. It was a bad day to be a fucking Bill. There was a lot of this shit last night. A lot of fucking around and finding out. The defense put pressure on Allen. When he had fucking time, he couldn't find anybody open. Burrow was slinging fucking rocks, bro. Chase had a game. Hurst had a game. Higgins got hurt, but he still had himself a little bit of game. And Joe motherfucking Nixon put on for the city. 20 carries, 110 yards, 170 all around. God damn it. What a game. I'm pumped. We're going to the fucking Super Bowl. 35-30, Bengals over Kansas City. All right. right. Thank you. <laughs> he must have watched our podcast and was like, I'm going to I'm gonna win their MVP of the division. Because he's mine. Yeah. high up. Yeah, right. Are we are we all just Finally. are we all just unanimously giving it to Mixon the the MVP? I don't see how you couldn't, man. Like the fact that he's in the snow and he's just, yeah, oh, and he's yeah, it, yeah you got it. I love that he gave his game ball to the line. So classy, the bro. Like I don't think I've ever ever seen him hit holes like that no, in the NFL. Running like a fucking madman last night. Out of a cannon. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Him and Chase both. Chase was getting hit and just spinning around, and next thing he's he's eight yards downfield. I was like, what is going on? You're not you're not tackling Chase one on one. You're just not he's too big. He's a monster. He's a monster. And and I mean And he's just go ahead. ahead. Okay. I was just saying they're they're he's just such an athlete. He's one of those people that he's got such incredible balance. So yeah. Yeah. His legs are so strong and his his center of gravity is already so much lower, but like Dude, people bounce like they pinball off yeah. of them. Right. It's so, crazy. So let's let, let's just break it down a little bit. I think I think the first thing that like the thing that was on everybody's mind was the offensive line, and everybody was putting the Bengals down, and no one was really giving them any credit. And fucking, you know, we're a team that's had a chip on our shoulder all year. That helps drive us or whatever. But even us, and especially me, was concerned about the O line and what they were going to do. And they absolutely stepped the fuck up for this game. They, they could not get to Burrow. They were fucking pushing these guys for fucking... Uh, Taylor even said it in the, post, uh, the post-conference the post um, interview that he had or whatever. He was like, he was like you know, we'd get hit or run, mix in P. Ryan would get hit and we'd push him forward for three or four more yards just because the offensive line was just there pushing him forward. I mean, that was another testament to what we did. We went to Buffalo in the snow and did that in to their them. conditions and yep. did that to them. There is no other team in the league that should be more prepared to play in the snow than the fucking Buffalo Bills. And we wrecked them in their stadium. 13 and two, God damn it. So up in your trap, take over your trap. Yeah. So shit was Stol- Give us, give us a little bit about what you saw, man. So I, I wasn't like, I'm pretty sure I said it in last Monday's pod. Like the, uh, Every single one of our backups was a starter at some point last year. Whether it's whether you're talking Max Sharping, he was a starter in Houston. Whether you're talking Jackson Carmen, he started here. Whether you're talking to Denigy, he started here. And then we got to put, like, Jackson Carmen got to go play his God-given position that he handled Chase Young at when he was playing at Ohio State and Clemson. Like, Jonah, or uh, not Jonah, but Jackson looked so natural 
at that left tackle position, dude. Like, at, I'm at the point where do we shop Jonah, like, and so. see and see what Jackson Carmen has at left tackle, bro? Okay, so I I actually saw someone in this group that I was uh, that I'm in for the Bengals. Uh, it's it's called group therapy. It's something that I joined before the year last year. Um, but someone brought up that exact scenario, and we were also talking about like Burrow and like do we pay him in the off season? I think that we need to stop as fans asking these questions until the season is fucking over. Because like Carmen, he had a really good game, but he still needs to prove himself over the the over the span of time and stuff like he's that. He's had three. Yeah. So we're Back both Baltimore games. He played well and that game he played well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he's doing all right, but let, let's finish out the season and then we can start doing those things right there. But yeah, he had a phenomenal game. They, they, they all stepped up very well. And, you know, looking forward to next week, I mean, we've already said it in the podcast a little bit, but I think that I might have said it before the podcast, but I think the Buffalo's defense was objectively better than the Kansas City Chiefs and what we're going to see. Oh, yeah. So, easily. So, easily. Yeah. They didn't play like it, though. I'll tell you that. I mean, when you think about the people they have, you know, Matt Milano, Jadavius mm-hmm. White, you know, uh, what's their fucking – I can't remember their rookie. Kayvon Thibodeau. They've got all these really sound players who usually perform really well, and we were just bullying them everywhere. Mm-hmm. No one could guard us. No one could stop us. And then you talk about our roster – we just spoke about the offense to a degree, yeah. but on defense, Cam Taylor Britt, Britt, Britt probably played the best game I've seen him play. Best, best game. Apple. without without a game. doubt. Britt fucking got his first interception. Props to yeah. him. Without a doubt, his best performance because he has been the one yes. factor of the entire mm-hmm. year that I've been like, this is the guy who's had the worst season on our defense. But he stepped For up. Sure. Continue. Yeah, just, he's he he came in really really aggressive. Yeah. Like he wants yeah. to, he wants to do the digs the digs yeah. thing and jump pass jump passes. Same thing with Eli. Yeah, Eli Apple, dude. Like, if it's a double move, like you're probably going to get him. Um, yeah. But that's what <laughs> Cam's done a good job. He's dialed it back a yeah. lot to don't worry about jumping the route. Trust the guy ahead on top of you, and just yeah. keep your inside leverage and force them to the outside, like out of bounds, yeah. basically. But what were you saying? What were you saying, Jack, about our, our offense? I mean, I was just saying I was kind of moving on to defense. Yeah, defense. That's what I meant. Covered up, but- uh, I mean, Mike Hilton, of course, balled out again. I'm our dull. D-line played great. I mean, our, like you guys, I think Stolzi was mentioned earlier, our defensive ends play so contained, well-disciplined football. They're not trying to pad stats and get 100 sacks a year. Mm-hmm. They're making sure that we control the game so that our secondary and our middle and our linebackers can make plays. Mm-hmm. DJ Reader, BJ Hill, they're pushing. The, you know, everybody is doing DJ had job. a great game yesterday. Yeah, he, he, had three, he, had he had like top three rating. reflected passes. Mm-hmm. He had the he top rating, imagine, man. Um, yeah, imagine if we had intercepted the balls that we should have picked off. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. how many tip passes were right in our hands? You know, it's just one of those things. Like, the ball didn't even really necessarily bounce our way. We took what we were supposed to take. Mm-hmm. And had we gotten a couple more breaks, I mean, we're looking at a possibly 40 to 7 game. Yeah. You know? And like, we're, and, and they, gave the, they gave the referees absolutely nothing to work with. Fuck like, those rats, man. Yeah, they played so clean and fundamental, man. It was... 100%, like even Joe said it, like it was their best complete game all year, probably in the past two years. Like, yeah, let's be real. Was great. Yeah, no, it was the first time that I've really seen them put an all-encompassing four quarters. four quarters together yeah. and just absolutely smack. And that's what's scary. I mean, you you were talking before about some of the guys that we have on defense that are, that are just willing to play and not pad stats or whatever. I think that's just about every single fucking person on our team. Like, I, yeah. like, like Jamar Chase, like I've seen him do some like – 
cocky, like, get some taunting penalties and stuff, whatever. But even him, like, he's not bitching that he's not seeing the ball all the time, being probably our best player, most athletic player. No, the, that every... block that's going around that he threw? Oh, yeah. That inside oh, yeah. shit throw? Yeah, Depleted man. Milano, dude. Are you kidding me? But Milano's a monster. But, but yeah. shit, I mean, if you are – if you're looking at the Cincinnati Bengals and what they did yesterday, and you do not think that we have the most weapons out of any fucking team in the league, you are absolutely insane. We may yeah, I think Joe, I think Joe threw the ball to eight. We may people. we may get yeah. some bad breaks. Yeah, he did. We may get some bad breaks. We may get out coached or whatever. But this team is stupid talented, mm-hmm. absolutely stupid. So yeah, you, guys, you guys have any uh, closing comments about uh, what happened last night before we move on to the scores? No, I'm good. Okay. I just want to say thank you to the Bengals for letting me enjoy that, dude. That oh, was yeah. fucking incredible. Bro, I'll tell you what. I made a comment to my buddy Drew yesterday. I was like, you know how obnoxious it is being up by 17 and still being fucking anxious about this football game? Right. Yeah. I was like, we're <laughs> well, up 17 with like 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Like this game's damn near over. And they haven't moved the ball. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. 